Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Comedy Road Podcast. Guys, we have an awesome guest. She is a comedian, a producer, and she's actually putting together her own documentary. I, I had the word. I wasn't, that wasn't a long pause. Producer. Anyway, let's get to it. Let's introduce Ms. Janelle Draper. Oh, thank you. Hi, guys. It's How great to you? be here. Hey. Great to have you. Yeah. What's up? I'm actually, I feel like I should say it's not my documentary I'm putting together. I'm a producer, producer. on a documentary. Just say it's yours. Yeah, this okay. is your episode. It's, Just. it's called Anxiety Club. It's cool. It's about um, anxiety through the lens of comedians. So oh, like we have like Mark Maron on it and um, Mark Norman, Joe Liss, Aparna Nantrala. Uh, a lot of great acts and like taking us through like their process and how they how anxiety like helps them with their work and also sometimes gets in the way. That's amazing. I was gonna say yeah, that's it helps. Can can, yeah. can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> yeah. Have you dealt with anxiety? Oh yeah, and I'm anxious right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're flattered. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm Jewish. Anxious. I've yeah. had anxiety since 1983. Yeah, so there's nothing I can do about it. So we're all here, you know. Did you always call it anxiety back then? Like, did you know it was anxiety? Um, was it just called schwitzing? I just called for clemp. For clemp. What's for clemp mean? Shitting your pants. Sh uh, yep. uh, yeah. Sweating. Okay. Yeah. Potential. You know, shitting your pants. It all. It all, it all works. I mean, it's all cyclical. Like, that sounds like something else. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know. You know. So you yeah. use it. I, it, you, you said how you use it to your advantage before you said how it holds you back. As yeah. a comic, I know I always saw it as one of the worst burdens to throwing off my natural vibe, mm. no matter what I have for a set. I can remember it telling you before, as soon as I get on stage, you're like, I don't know if I remember any words to anything I've ever written. <laughs> oh, so right, like, right. What's, what's the benefit angle? What do you... Uh, Oh, I feel like it helps me like prepare properly. Like if I'm feeling anxious about a show, I'll like sit down and be like, okay, well then what is, let me structure my act and let me even time it out or let me like be on top of the business side of it. So I think it like helps light a fire under Put my ass. pressure on you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, mine's not really so much like before I go on stage, more it's like, the um anticipation. E or before. even just like the- um Misanticipated that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a misdirect. I don't, oh man, I love it. I don't know. I don't. Yes, yes. Four comedians in over. We did it. Four comedians. We, we got the snort. We can do this, guys. Do a snort. I snort a lot. We're gonna start doing a we'll snort timer. We'll count them. I can't. I can't squirt, but I can snort. Oh, That's amazing. Hell. Either works, Janelle. Wait, Either works. Can you get? Can, can you get the vodka? Every time Janelle snorts, you gotta take a shot. And every time she's let her do a tea shot. Okay, a tea shot. Yeah, a tea shot. Sorry. Or uh, a shot of espresso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also some. So, so you're basically <laughs> saying that anxiety, like, like it, it helps to build the excitement. It gets you more fired up about what you have coming up, kind of thing. Or uh, yeah, it's more. Well, it's kind of nope, layered. I was wrong. No, that too. But it's like the excitement's already there. But it's like the almost like the obsession or the anxiety of like per, of like constantly working the productivity. Mm. It's like like mixed with if I'm not on top of this and super vigilant about my actions and like how I spend my day and my resources, like my time and energy, then I won't um, be where I want to be or where I need to be. Mm. So sometimes it works against me with burnout, um, but a lot of times it fuels me to like go, go, go and push, push, push. Um, that's the anxiety in me. Like if I was comfortable and just like, oh yeah, mm. I'm doing good. Like I probably would be like skating by more, but I feel like I'm like constantly pushing myself to kind of be better. And that. so yeah. it's not even so much like the excitement or the anticipation of going on stage. It's more just like the overall work ethic that I think I apply. That's what I'm getting. You're yeah. treating it like a real job. 
You're not yeah. like a comic who's mostly a waiter and kind of does this other thing oh, no, and once in a while does a couple of mics. You're seeing it full yeah. time. I think yeah. she's talking about hustle culture yeah. too. Like, yeah. I'm over. I'm like, yeah. fuck, huck. Like, can I curse? Yeah. That's yeah. our show. Podcast, babe. Um, culture you're, right you're now. You're the okay. host of the podcast. I know, but I'm like, is this for children right now? No, like, honestly, I love that you brought that up because I'm to the point where we're like, it's like, fuck hustle culture. Like, we need to do things at our own speed and time. Totally. In order, you know, for us to feel fulfilled in it at yeah. the end when we get to the goal, the end goal. So yeah. hundred yeah, percent. There's like this old saying and like, it's like the Navy's Marine saying, or it's like slow is smooth and smooth is steady or fast. Or I'm, I'm butchering it. <laughs> Nailing it. Nailing I'm butchering it. it yeah. But it's like basically like moving slow and processing things and coming to them at your own, like, um, you know, ideas, conceptions, like things arriving organically is a lot times more like um, fruitful than like forcing yeah. something. Um, but I think we're all like nowadays we're all pushed to have have a podcast, mm -hmm. have a web series, have a script in your back social pocket. Media. What are you filming? Yeah, what are your web like everything? Social media, also touring, writing. So it's like hustle culture has like intercepted like into our into our biz. Like remember Jay Leno used to say, write joke, uh, tell joke, get check. Like that's how it used to be, right? Yeah. Joke, tell joke, yeah. get check. It's not that way anymore as a no. comic. So it's like we've be like the nature of a business has become hustle culture. I love like pushing that away and like becoming anti that or like normalizing how that's not normal. Cause it's, it really, it's not all that information too, is like just constantly scrolling and seeing what everyone's doing. It like, you can so easily put yourself into yeah. a space of like, I'm not enough or I'm not doing that. Oh, exactly. I do it they could the be time. looking, but they could be all looking the at us going like, I'm not doing what they're doing. It's just mm -hmm. like, it's that's a very unhelpful, it's an unhelpful comparison. Destroy those people. <laughs> yeah. No, I call it like comedy. Okay. You gotta be a comedypreneur in this. Yeah. Business. Oh, I never heard you know, that. you know, Jeez. actors gotta be actorpreneurs, but comedians, we've gotta be comedypreneurs. Yeah. 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 But touching on that, like tell us about your journey where you started in comedy and okay. get kind of leading us up to where you are now, like full-time touring. Yeah. Okay. Well, I started actually here in LA when I was an NBC page working with oh Jay God. Leno, ironically. Get I out. love that because it's like get the 30 out. Rock get looking yeah, inside yeah, yeah, of 30 yeah. Rock with yeah. your style. Yeah. <laughs> it was totally like that. I mean, we were it did a little different though because we were in on the Burbank lot versus the New York City. Um, this is like before Jimmy Fallon took over and moved it to New York. So it was kind of epic to be on that old lot where like they tell, like I had to give tours on that lot where like back in the day, these underground. Um, passageways for like the big stars like Marilyn Monroe, Frank Sinatra, like they oh, didn't want to wow. be seen on the Burbank lot. So wow. they'd go under here and they get their shoes shine. And Johnny Carson was on the lot. It was wow. just wild. <laughs> and, then, and then Jay took over that. And so, so I had, you know, downtime. I just took a, I took a class, Jerry Katzman's class that, so Jason and I met. That's just so all good. the stuff she does, like, which we need to get back into, like the producing, that's a lot of juggling. So it's like, that's not a It goes back to the anxiety, though. It's because I'm always telling myself, like, it's not enough. Like, it's not always helpful. Yeah. I, Yeah, but I think I'm coming, like, you know, a decade in, I'm sort of like, okay, I'm really starting to, like, learn the true balance and, like, know where to funnel the energy and where to conserve and pull back. So I think I've finally sort of semi-nailed it. Um, always room for improvement, though. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's just because because I look around at others and I'm like, oh, so much room to grow, you know? But then I also realize you can only really look at yourself where you were six months ago or a year. And I go, oh, I've That's come it. a long way. But but yeah. what's hard about this business is like, you know, you see someone, I've seen so many people at the height of their career, you know, drop a Netflix special and then they're still hitting every city and every and 20 shows in, in one night doing all brand new material like two weeks after their special drop yeah, and I'm like yeah. what are you doing they're like I don't know if this is gonna work and then it all crushes and I'm like 
Yeah. man who are you you yeah. know there's always those people yeah. those outliers that are like next yeah. level that like push me to like what more can i take on but then there's also that idea of like quality over quantity and then there's the burnout rate and like you take on too much that you actually like just jack of all trades so it's like there's that funny balance of where do you focus all your energy with the jack sure. of all trades have you found any like are you conscious at all of kind of identifying an audience or are you looking to present material that anybody can Broad, enjoy general or yeah have you have you kind of have you picked the lane like I know you got yeah. some guys like a Seinfeld or a oh, Sebastian yeah. anybody can enjoy it totally. and then you get certain guys where you're gonna be like oh that's that guy has that avenue mm. or I just see guys do it more often take like a like a Jim Norton you, like that's a special flavor you know, or like, like a you know Wanda Sykes or like mm-hmm. Fortune Feimster. Yeah, to your yeah, point, yeah. Amy Schumer definitely picked yeah, a lane. Yeah. yeah, I for sure yeah. picked a lane. It's like definitely sharpening that. In the past couple years, it's it's you know it's it's blue. It's irreverent. It's a it's a little raunchy at times, but a little like cheeky girl next door vibe, and then like a juxtaposition of something like pretty dark and blue. So I I definitely enjoy that a lot. Like I and it's all personal. It's all like yeah. straight from my life. I'm not. I'm never doing a po- politic joke. I'm not really doing like a social economic joke or like like a racial joke. Like I'm kind of speaking an, from yeah. the experience of like um, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not that I can't like talk about you know you know um, certain observations. Things. Yeah, and stuff, but but I really want to speak from like what my experience is and how I can attach that. So I speak about things like you know pretty. I've just silly things like scoliosis wearing a back brace in high school like <laughs> having a toxic boyfriend yeah so having relatable, a yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like being a middle mm-hmm. child having a sister who's a doctor like having like a, you know oh. bad judgment with men and like having a codependent no. relationship with my mom and just like this being a child of divorce like all these little things that help shape who i am um I, so i just speak from the heart and like my own experiences and i won't ever do like you know, so, but so like, I'm not like a super observationalist. I'm not like a dry deadpan. I'm not like a one liner, but I'm also not story. I'm like traditional kind of set up punch, set up punch, some tags. I just like to keep it tight, but really like from my experience, I guess. So, and Janelle and I both learned the same style of comedy uh, coming up. Janelle uh, talks about punch, you know, punching up, mm-hmm. you know, you have your premise, your act out, you know, punch up. How do you think that is that structure has impacted you as you've grown along in your journey in comedy? I think it just helped kind of organize what, where to um, organize and like structure my set so that I'm like consistently reliable. I guess because look at okay, speaking of um, you know, I guess Chappelle, we all know he's uh, like a truth teller, philosopher, like like storyteller, like but then someone like. Someone like um, the Ovan, he's very. Uh, oh wait, no, also storytelling. I'm trying to think of like someone who's like very. Uh, you kind of know who they are. Like okay, well, you Jim definitely Gaffigan, picked a niche with Family Leo. Man, or like yeah. Amy Schumer, like s- sex comic, or, like uh, talks yeah. about sex and now being yeah, a mom. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know their style too. Like yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. not gonna do like, you know, kind of sticking to one delivery method a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes feels silly or hard but I think it does help define who you are like we all know Mitch Hedberg one-liner or like Dimitri Martin and then um you know I mean what are some more examples I'm trying to think Anthony like Justin, how he yeah. does oh yes yeah. the yes Reed exactly and he'll never lane. tell a long story mm-hmm. right so yeah, then yeah, yeah. and then like 
you know, Tignataro, very story, story, mm-hmm, story. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like I definitely have gone back and forth between story and set up punch and I've decided like I enjoy set up punch more. Um, and so I'm trying to kind of only funnel my jokes through the lens of like the irreverent blue little naughty um, and set up punch. Even if there's some bits I love that are like longer story mm-hmm. I'd, and like maybe like not so personal and, and edgy, I want to then put through the lens of my edginess. Isn't it interesting? Sure. Like as personal as you you get, it still finds a way to be relatable to so many people. Like, yeah. isn't that crazy? We, yeah, even you raising your hand, going like, I had scoliosis. Like, yeah, I would never like, guess. So many, I, like, I know, like, my bad like, posture and stuff, but it's not that bad. But a but lot it, of people have that. Like, and it's also, like, it's something along with, like, being a child of divorce. Like, it's so common. Mm-hmm. You don't think to talk about it, but it still shapes who you are yeah. in, like, the formative years and kind of, like, has its little thing on you. And still to, like, oh, yeah. as you get older, like, it still shapes the way you carry yourself, yeah. the way your comfort. And it's funny, all that's what I love about stand-up is like bringing up something so specific to yourself that might have shaped a little bit of how you felt less than or this or that or struggled and someone could attach to it oh me too or me too and you're like oh wow i mean that's the whole beauty of it right we're not alone we're not alone that vulnerability is huge i I mean my parents i got divorced too and i was at a very young age when i first started doing stand-up that was like one of the first subjects that i veered to and i really never really openly just talked about it gives me goosebumps even just saying that i was like yeah because you you felt the moment the space to share which is beautiful yeah Yeah. and i mean we're all you know a lot of us are part of the divorce kids club but like we don't talk about a whole lot you know what i mean but comedy so normalized but it really isn't normal yeah it's (laughs) something that does and it it connects the crowd to you when the crowd realizes oh i have something in common with this person then instantly you're like Okay, maybe I won't walk, look at my phone during the next <laughs> yeah, joke. You know, maybe I'll actually totally. listen for a minute because oh, you're kind of. I, I think of it as like a massage. If you're like releasing something oh. in the audience member, mm-hmm. if they have some Energy. stress and you can let it oh, out, I love that. right? Yeah. I've never thought about like that. Like comedy. a beautiful visual. <laughs> look, we're learning about comedy massages. Comedy preneurs today. Are we gonna get a massage? <laughs> like, this? Yeah. 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 we have a new we have a new drinking so. game. Here's my just, foot <laughs> 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 just get in there a little bit. We want to hear what's inside of you. Oh, I love Paul, that. Paul's a masseuse. That's a side hustle. Oh, are uh, yeah. you well, a stage masseuse? I didn't know. He's joking. I mean, I'm here hitting you up, Paul. Hey, no, but it's crazy because I love how you bring that up because we all have commonalities that even no matter what color, right? Like no matter what background, religion background we all have something in common i think that's how we connect totally. and if we put it out there more yeah. boy boy what we can do like boy, yeah, how sure. we can come that, i felt that and jolt it's, it's, i know that was yeah. a beautiful yeah. energy Woo, yes. 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 Yeah. Our job. i want to space jam that energy yes. Yes. my hand here right <laughs> from way downtown <laughs> so bring us back so you know you're we talked about you being a page talk yeah. about you you know you know being in Boston, you're doing your thing there. And then what brought you back to LA in comedy in comedy. Oh, yeah. And then take us through the journey of getting up to the point where now you're touring like full yeah. time. Yeah. Let's start with yeah. the comedy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but let's, but you know, give us your whole life in give us your seconds. whole life in a nutshell right now. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. Um, let me lay down and tell you about everything. Oh, wait, um, so do, do, do you have any other jobs at the moment? Like, like, are you, I, are you a full-time comedian? Yeah. Well, I am doing the producing for the documentary I mentioned, and then sure. I do some comedy coaching on the side, which is like a few clients. So yeah. but besides that, um, yeah, I, I did work though for like the bronze of my career. I worked, um, full time in, in entertainment at like AMC networks and also IFC and comedy development and things like that. So when I, so to back up, so when I was a page, um, I 
started stand up and I really didn't take it too seriously when I was here because I worked and like worked at NBC and then I worked as a music publicist for a little while with like do you remember those one hit wonders like Gautier and yeah also like Modest Yahoo I worked with him and Modest like Yahoo. Kravitz oh, like, Modest my, my brother did Shabbat dinner with Modest Yahoo shut one time. up oh, yeah. I thought your brother was Modest Yahoo when I first he, he is he's a clone cool. the first time I ever saw Modest Yahoo I was a Bonnaroo I don't know if you guys know what Bonnaroo is it's like Oh yeah, it's like the oh, we, we're cool. We yeah, smoke. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all East Coasters we're here. Microdose. We're all East Coasters. It's in Tennessee, <laughs> but I was like, you know, I was, I was like four in the morning. I was watching Trey Anastasio of, of Fish playing, and all of a yeah. sudden he calls up this guy, uh, and and I look at him I'm like, why is there a Hasidic? I'm stunned out of my mind. I'm like, why is there a Hasidic Jew <laughs> walk <laughs> up on stage? Oh, you hadn't heard King Without a Crown yet. That I never blew. even, Jeez. I never yeah. even heard. That was a stuff. huge song in my Everybody. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, who is this rabbi about to? Oh, all of a sudden, amazing. the guy turns into Bob Marley, and he's jamming out with Trey, Anastasio, and Bonnaroo. And then I was like, this, yeah. guy, I was like, this guy's gonna blow up, you know? Oh, yeah, oh this yeah. is but you yeah. saw him like coming up. That's no, cool. this was like, this is uh, you know. She's had a one hit wonder. <laughs> I'm showing my oh, age. No, I'm Gautier. showing my age now. No, Modest was great. Yeah. He still is. No, Modest. <laughs> oh yeah, Modest is Modest. Modest is cool. Modest is cool. He didn't. Yeah. He, lo- he let go of the Hasidic when I was representing. Yeah, it's gone. Him. He yeah. cut his hair. Cut his hair and, like, doesn't work. It was crazy and got divorced and now he's remarried. But, yeah. but so anyways, I always had these intense jobs. So I couldn't really f- like do the demands of stand-up, but then I got a job in New York working for the president and GM of IFC, which at the time had. Mark Marin's show, Marin. It had Comedy Bang Bang. It had Documentary Now. Um, oh. All these shows. It was it's a comedy offbeat comedy yeah. channel for cable, but owned and operated by AMC Network. So I was like, hell yeah! Packed up, moved to New York, and very happy to be closer to my family. And then I really started taking stand up seriously when I was in New York, and I was there wow, for like se- nice. yeah seven or eight years, and then just like cut my teeth there. And then when the pandemic hit, I was like, what up, ma? What up, dad? I'm like, coming <laughs> home for a beat, and then um, and then sort of got over New York through the pandemic. I was just like, ah, I could give it a rest. Let me go back to LA. It's been about little apartments locked inside. Dude. I used to live in New York city. You can't yeah. be locked in pandemic style in New York. For sure. You're paying, paying for that the city. Rent. Yeah. You're paying for this. That's a great way to put it. You're paying yeah. for the city. Yeah. So I would yeah. like quickly was like, Oh, LA seems fun again. And then I, I had the opportunity to come out here working still for AMC networks. But then it was just like, almost a year ago that I, um, yeah, that I left the job. And so now it's been about a year, um, almost a year this December where I've been like full time comic, which is exciting. And then it's huge. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Clap it up. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. So Absolutely. It's That's amazing. So, so yeah. so you guys are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Most we're supportive. Happy comics. I love it. I know you guys are like this, really. We packed you a little lunch. Welcome. An apple yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome to therapy. Star? Welcome to therapy. Yeah, how can we help you? I feel like I should be paying you guys. Yeah, like, we, so we, wait, we take insurance. What you're new to. So you're fairly new to LA. So yeah. Besides my stint. Um, from like 2010 to 2014, I'm like newly back as of okay. like a, a yeah. year and some change ago. So yeah, it's a, it's fun. It's cool to be back. It's like some old friends, a lot of new friends. Um, it's cool to see some of the same spots and a lot. Of, it's just funny how much it's has changed. changed. Yeah, a lot's a lot changed. Change. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. It's great to what, be here. What, what are some of the differences between New York? And because I hear a lot of people say they cut their teeth in New oh, York, yeah. Yeah. and then they come here, and it's kind of like okay, you kind of get the chops or whatever. What is yeah. the Oh, you just can hit more shows in one night, just logistically speaking. The hustle. The yeah. hustle is, yeah. it's mm. way easier, more clubs per 
capita oh, yeah. and then here there's so much traffic driving parking's a nightmare yeah. you get to a spot and then you're like 20 minutes later i'm still looking for a park uh, yeah you're you get there. the show you're there but you're just but circling you're exactly. and then yeah. i've noticed there's like a lot of there's just a lot of bad shows in la not that there aren't in in, in new york but it's much easier to get that foot oh. traffic in and bark so there's just and like you know yeah there's a, parking is a real thing and parking is a real thing in new york you had i'd, I'd read a show for years of the village lantern Wait, can, you, can you give definition yeah exactly oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah do you want to do it you can give it Wait, sure. uh, barking is basically when you have a show and you want to fill the seats then the comics go outside and you hustle you hand out flyers or you just kind of word of mouth to get anyone in the door you can and in new york it there's works foot traffic that it'll work wow. yeah. yeah so in la uh, in case you haven't heard, nobody drives. And no one no, takes public yeah, transit. People only drive. They, they, they don't walk. And people are too cool a lot <laughs> of times. Yeah. And you can't compete. Like, you can't compete with the improv for the store where they got David Spade. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Dave so Chappelle. It's like, right? Yeah. Like, you, so, and, and not that New York doesn't have that same appeal, but there's only the seller and that's a specific, it always sells out. And yeah. like, but here there's, there's all the celebs and stars live here. So it's a lot, it's, yeah. it's easier to have more successful alt uh, independent shows in New York than LA. And also just the structure of the jokes, faster pace, tighter, your comics comic. You care yeah. about the joke, the writing yes. here. It's a lot of actors, actresses. I'm not putting them down, but they'll be like, Oh, I just thought I'd give it a shot. My agent oh. suggested I'd be more well-rounded. And then it's like this the long worst. windy yep. story. And it's like <laughs> great, worst. but you know, in, in New York, they'd be like, let's go. Where's the punchline? We're not the patience. It's yeah, this yeah. fastness yeah. here. They're like, great. Let's hear about your avocado toast. It's a lot more hippy dippy. <laughs> oh, wow. She's uh, reading us. No, reading no, us. Right now, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm an avo toast. Every Every day, baby. I mean, we avocado toast. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> I show up with my cinnamon. My, I've totally. I'm. I'm now LA, bougie LA. But like, yeah. there is a difference That's of like, truth. of like comments in the that. backpack. Yeah, just going. I want to get a late night. It's all they give a fuck about. Here, they're like, oh, I'm getting this pilot. I'm just, I'm just yeah. honing my skills for this show. Because my agent said, my in order to get yeah. booked more as an yeah. actor, right. I should expand into trying out stand up. I should try improv. So I should get a motorcycle license and do hang gliding. Okay. Less experience. <laughs> Experience, but huge no, following. It's the worst. Huge. I, I hate some. People. I don't even hate it because honestly, I don't blame them. If they have a huge following and they're successful, like why not go try it? I'd probably do the same. But we all started differently, where it's like stand up, stand up, stand up. So we don't have yet that. Pla some of us yeah. don't yet have it. They already have it, so it's much easier for yeah. these brand new people to get in these massive shows without the chops. But like in New York, they won't really necessarily fly as much because yeah. the crowd will eat them alive. And also the and also the clubs have it like the seller it's very hard to get past like you need sure. to have like not to say it's not hard here but just it's just different so i think it does groom a stronger comic who's mm -hmm. like in it just to be a comic okay for, i agree for sure also when you're spending you know a hundred dollars for avocado toast <laughs> you got to make sure that you know you can cover your rent for the month so yeah, you know yeah. you got to start performing and yeah. in la if you're a struggling actor yeah, I don't order any kind of restaurant that I can make at home. I'm just going to put that out there. I can make avocado toast at home. It costs yeah. 87 cents. I, I know this. that. You get I don't, it out. I don't, it's like 15 bucks. Yeah. But they put the chili on <laughs> Yeah, and then and then and then tax and tip. And if you want a uh, yeah. egg on top, there's another five. It's like 23 bucks for yeah. uh, avocado okay. toast. I'm not yeah. doing it. I, I need y'all all obsession with avocado so, toast. Listen, we all it's, love it's, avocado it's toast. Uh, so the next comedy show we're going to produce is going to be called the Avocado Toast. Yeah, yeah, like that. So that sounds fun. Seventy-five dollars per seat. Yes, so you can <laughs> but you get 
free avocado. You do. Yeah, yeah. We'll call it free. We'll it's included in the 175. And then if a comic is bad, they're throwing apples. I mean, <laughs> old so avocados. Mushy avocados. You just throw yeah. mushy like, avocados. Hey, this is a dollar <laughs> dollar. Hey, that, hey, and then you, you, then you go to Chipotle. No, you go to Chipotle. Yeah, <laughs> you pay an avocado. <laughs> right, wait. Go to Chipotle. Be like, I, I can, I can add to your, to your. Uh, we're you mentally really smart. We should go partner with an avocado <laughs> yeah, farm no, and like should, be like, actually. yo, we will help funnel these into a show. That'd be such a cute little flyer. So Everyone's face is yeah. like a little uh, core of the. Guys, I think we have some magic here. Let's do it. Yeah, There's a club but, in the valley that gives away a bowl of French fries if you do really well. Really? And uh, I think we can smoke that. Oh, I, I, yeah, I think yeah, we can yeah. top it. Forget, forget deaf noodles. I want deaf avocado. Yeah. Okay, we can't say that. No, no, this is good. These noodles are the this bomb. This is good, but add a little avocado to the noodles. It was flappers who I was ripping on. I'll say it right to the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We'll, we'll transition there. Uh, um, I love it. So speaking of, okay, flappers. Yeah, a lot of edits on this one. We're back to clubs. No, let's get back to, oh, com yeah, yeah. back to comedy clubs. Yeah. On the road now, are you... She's open for a lot of the heck wait, up right now. Wait, listen. We are ruining her careers I'm, while simultaneously I'm, discussing. I'll them. be right back. I'm I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some avocados. I'll be right we have back. I tried to keep Paul. Like, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, do you have? Janelle's like I. She's like funny enough. I have my kid. olive oil right All here. My love. my fresh oh crushed my pepper. God. Yeah. Let's bring it back. Speaking of, right, right, so, yeah, we're like did, You right just now. went. Let's yeah. bring it back. Like we just it. literally I did love that. It. Yeah. Oh, you know, she didn't even. Are we all? So okay. You've, you've <laughs> opened for a lot of well-known comedians and coming Like, what, tell us how you got into that and like that journey to doing that on the road and just like in New York oh, and here. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just. Um, so you know. If, kind of started just doing shows with them and, and knowing them from New York City, certain comics, and just um, for forming those relationships and then just finding out when they're, like, on the road and if they need a feature act or, you know, they reach out to me or vice versa, kind of just, like, just a natural thing just from working with them and remembering, like, um, giving people shots early on, me or them, like, you know, just kind of, like, I scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of thing yeah, and just helping one another out. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, um, just... Yeah, so it just kind of, I guess I started, like, really touring a lot, like, two years ago. Um, started touring with Hannah Burner, which was amazing. She's super cool, and um, I toured a little bit with Catherine Blanford and Jeff Ross, and so kind of just, it's all, like, relationship building, yeah, and just, like, really is. knowing the cities they're going through and what works, so it, you know, and so, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Do I mean, you do your own booking, or do you have a manager I do. now? I do. I have a manager, um, and he helps... Uh, but I, I find that I just, I now have the time to just like do it myself and it's easier. So I also, it's like kind of all hands on deck. Like I can kind of do it while my manager's also help, helping me out, but I don't have like a team of people like helping me, you know, like, like I don't have a um, touring agent or anything like that. Like some people do. I mean, I think it's kind of bad. I was, I think Jay Leno still like doesn't have representation. Like does his As own. One day, if he sticks with yeah, it, maybe one day. You know what I mean? Oh, he's got potential. I, the guy. I, I think, think that guy's gonna make it. I could we see might it. need to fact check potential. that, but he's I'm pretty sure bad. he does his own. We might need to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure he like does his own. Like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure he. When it comes to his dates, they're just like nailed down. Like I always looked at that as sort of like inspiration. Like you don't necessarily. Are you fact checking right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing no, do you, do you, you said you have a manager. <laughs> do yeah. you find that the manager helps to shape your image? Is that something you take care of? Are you receptive to that from a manager? Or is the manager more about booking? What is the manager's role for you? So I've had a few different ones, and they've um, 
helped with different things. Like I used to be with Roger Paul in New York. And oh, I know Roger oh, Paul. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He totally declined me. I was too small. Yeah, yeah. but no. <laughs> <laughs> Love Roger. He's a sweetie. Yeah, he's he's so cool. I like it. I'll send him the episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. years ago. I was just doing mics. I don't blame him. No, he's he, he's, he's awesome. Oh, what happened? Wait, what happened? I was a nobody. And I met with him in his office, his standing desk and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, things are about to change for me. And he was like, cool, I'll talk to you. Never, <laughs> ever. My name's Paul. Your name's Paul. That means nothing. Oh, I hear the road and you're oh, on it, brother. Lord Jesus. Oh, Security I'll locked ask. the door. He's oh, no good. And you know what he said after that? Roger that. But you know what? But, but he still wishes me happy birthday on Facebook. Oh, so he's a sweetheart. Sweet. Yeah, he Maybe doesn't like me. Doesn't think I'm talent, but he's a good dude. Maybe hit him up. Roger. 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 That was never wish me a happy birthday, Roger. He's with you. My material was still very fledgling, we could say. Yeah, it was a little early. He was just a fledgling young comic trying to make it. Roger Paul. Paul Roger. No, but that's going to be too where you like. Go to college, you go to managers too early. That's definitely happening. Yeah, okay. I was too early. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was an idiot, guys. I started sending my stuff out. I reached out to one of the biggest ones. I wanted to say that's them. smart, actually. You never Morris. know. One of he took a meeting with me. That's no. great. He came to my shows. No. Like yeah, and he was like, I'm gonna keep well, you're still too early. He was but that's like, great that you got that's awesome. like, but that's I was not like, an idiot move. I think that's no, smart. That's really honestly, smart. I have, no, that's no, but you need delusional. I was like, I'm delusional. Like well, so was Adam oh. Sandler. Adam Sandler was delusional. Look who he became. A lot of the greats were delusional. You have yeah. to. You, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to be. And yeah. and but there is such a thing as being seen too early, and they need yeah. to reshape their yeah. impression or opinion. How many times does someone important come out and see you? Not yeah. often. That like, was my greatest fear. So yeah, no, like I wouldn't even go to the big clubs. I had done a thousand mics, and I still oh. I wouldn't even ask. Really? Yeah, because I, I was living in New York. I was like too cocky when I moved to New York. I, I was like. <laughs> I should have definitely got seen too early by by some people that like took me years to get them because they say women we take longer to like that's true. A manager told me we women take longer to get into stand up. We take like. We, and we do want to apply for a job unless it's 99%, yeah, whereas yeah. the guy is like 60% qualified. No, I'll do it. I need to be 100 And so I was just like, we yeah. got big balls. Big labia energy. Long labia energy. Labia energy. Hashtag. Long labia energy, baby. Oh, we're crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. Into it. No, wow. Janelle, Janelle goes all out. She doesn't just Yeah, go. I'm a little bit. Yeah. Or Janelle, we're crazy. Or But I'll tell you this. I think it's so great you reached out. I'll tell you this story. I was also living in New York, the first time I ever did stand up, yeah. I had never done a mic before in my life, and uh, I saw a thing: if you, if you bring ten people to stand up New York, and uh, you can go up, right? You so I get, I get, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what could I'll, go I'll, wrong? What could Everything. go wrong? Yeah, I'm like, this should be, you know, I make my family laugh. This should be fine. Yeah. yeah so I, I go up there. Because they're in New York, right? Your fam is. No, my family's in Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. But I was living in New York at the time. So close enough. Okay. Shipping yeah. on a bus. Like, I literally, I, right? My mo- my mother and all of her Yenta friends came <laughs> to from Baltimore. No, you're not Yentas. I love you. All the George mothers in Pikesville. Sure, we'll go with it. Montesiaho. Just like Yenta is like you know. 
It has to do anxiety. Okay. Oh. Blab, <laughs> m- m- uh, George Gossipers. Mazu blab gossipers. Okay, old. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But that's so nice. They came down. But from they Baltimore. all. But they came from. They they came. Oh. People came from uh, you know other places, and I just uh, I did I did amazing. I mean, it was like I've never done a better performance in my really? life. No, I totally. Oh. I totally. <laughs> I totally. Like, I totally. And it was that. And it was that. It was that day. I knew I got this. Your first show. That was the first time I yes, ever did stand up. In, ever did stand, stand up, New York, yes. in front of like. Never even done a mic. In, yet? Never even you did a mic in front balls, of like two hundred people. I did my first show at the yeah. Improv without doing a mic. What? What? Well, I did a class, but Ooh, I it was during. People. Well, no, I did a class. I did Leslie. Shout out to Leslie Wolf. I don't know. Okay. And it was during the pandemic, and I couldn't finish the class because the pandemic hit. And then I was like, "Can I do the show?" She was like, "Yeah, just sit in." So I sat in on one of the classes, and we just punched up jokes. And then I I was so scared. I sat down shaking the whole show but it it was a good show i was just like oh my god okay i would have left just seeing that (laughs) yeah can you do that one more time stay with that that for five minutes and then be like just kidding we've got a new uh, tag team here janelle with the tongue lena with the shaking i think (laughs) we're Come watch it together. <laughs> yeah, right. Jar out front. Yeah, check out the new act, newest hottest act in LA. Barbara Holly only takes special acts. You can actually get in on that. Heating up over yeah. here. Candles coming. Oh, wow. Whoa. Spicy. Whoa. Whoa. Comedy Road podcast. Get a little, little crazy in here. Y'all are hilarious. So, <laughs> so have you done all the big like, clubs now? Sorry, I'm trying to be like George Costanza. Like, I Jerry. And then the episode, I'll be like dressed in my boxers. <laughs> we all aspire. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that. That's the next episode coming up. It's the oh, boxer wow. episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exciting! Call yeah. me back. Yeah. So, have you done <laughs> sets at all of the big shows? Because I know at the begin or at, at all the big clubs at the beginning before we rolled, we didn't want to lose any gold, if oh. you will, an intentional oh, yeah, rhyme. Yeah. But you had a big set last night. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was Can at you the tell improv. Us about that? Yeah, it was just like. Um, a great show at the improv of the main room. And it was sort of like one of my first shows with like so many of the people I idolize, like Arsenio Hall. Yes. Uh, what a legend. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your poster. That's right. Oh, Arsenio Hall. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, oh, Whitney was supposed to be on it, but her flight um, got moved and, but like Eliza Schlesinger and Nikki Glazer. I did a show with Nikki before, but it was just like, um, all those kind of people combined, and Brian Monarch was amazing. Ismo was on it, and um, Ismo, I love Ismo's that guy. So cool, yeah. He's like the wordplay guy of all time. Is wait, that wait, wait, it's George. Dude, we George have, is calling us. Wait, it's we're talking George. about George Costanza <laughs> and Janelle. Awesome. I just want everybody to know if you can't hear it, Janelle's phone rang, and it is the theme song from Seinfeld. That's and uh, we just. We had, we, at I least think, it's a good ringtone. Yeah, yeah, I know it's on silent, I, but I guess Can I, I walk in as Kramer and be like, Janelle, yes, 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 hey, what's too. going on? I mean, you think you need to now. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Should I? Oh, yeah. Is that Wait, so was that, <laughs> was, was that your first show at the Improv in the main room? It was in the first one in the main room, yeah. That's a big step. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. lab is one thing. It's a cool step. Totally, the lab totally. is cool. But the main room at the yeah. Improv in Hollywood. No, I was thrilled. The first time seeing my name on the marquee, like that yeah. was exciting. Hell yeah. And I, um, yeah, I'd done like the mic there before and like, you know, Rita, the amazing booker, will like right. you do the pick female a few. One or the, Just the, the regular one on Tuesdays and then okay. she'll bring you, if you get, it. I got like chosen to go to the next room 
the next night, the next, the smaller room to audition for her. But I hear you to like keep doing that and doing that. And like that went well, but this is my first time like doing, yeah, one of like the main room shows, yeah. which was like, yeah. I was thrilled. I was Epic. so happy. That's you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Another clap it up yeah. all around. Yeah. She's like, are you going to clap again? Yeah. Should we get the wave going uh, here at yeah. this point? <laughs> Wow, you guys are really. Uh, we should do that. Makes me feel we great. Should. Well, that is probably one of the most iconic stages on I planet think so. Earth. My the friend was saying that too. Yeah, I room. Think it definitely was. Uh, granted, they spelled my name wrong. What an LA moment, right? It's Whoever, like, uh, like finally make it on the marquee, but not not important enough for them to spell your name wrong. It'll cost you thirty thousand dollars. How did they spell it? That's what I really want. They just did an extra N, so J A N N E L L E. Two N's, two L's, two E's. Janelle. You should have yeah. said something else. Yeah. Today, I, I misspelled my name. I know. I was just like, okay, whatever. You know, beggars can't be choosers. Like, I was like, no. I'm just happy to be here. Just no. happy to be I'll fucking be sweeping. Okay. You gotta leave with a story. You yeah. Know? Like, like, it, there it was you such go. an LA moment. But um, yeah, no, it was really cool. It was really nice. And, and this, like, was, I was so happy to like, wake up and come see you guys. I was like, man, yeah. this is such a fun little life. Like, oh, we're all right? doing it. We're all yeah. in it. We're doing yeah. the thing. The gratitude goes a long way. God, it goes so, yeah. like, the gratitude, even like your bright smile and stuff oh. I can tell you just take everything you don't take anything for granted oh thank you for saying that because I was like wondering if I was like too kind of like appreciative last night like I was definitely like I immediately was like Arsenio it's such an honor to be here with you. I was <laughs> like oh, really like it's so cool like and I was like you know pull it back but like I think and he even he said the coolest thing when I was like and I focus and and I so I MC so I, I, I like focused on the intro I was like I really want to be a good intro for him and I um kind of wrote it myself and like as soon as he shook my hand to get off stage, he goes, I'm going to put that intro in a bottle. And I was oh, like, damn. And he complimented my jersey. And I was like, <laughs> That's so great that you wrote his intro because like, a well, lot of, yeah. Oh, you would well, think... he was upstairs like in his own, doing his own thing. And yeah, like, yeah. oh, his assistant was there. He, he kind of helped give me some ideas, sure. but I kind of made it my own. Yeah. And I don't know, that, that made me happy because, you know, some of these celebs are so big that you just want to make sure they feel set up for success. Yeah. And, comfortable but you also want to show your appreciation yeah. so i mean he got up there he's like he said the first time i've been on the first time he performed on that stage was 1980 wow, wow. damn like, dang or 42 like, years ago i mean he's a lot of gosh but you know it's just like but <laughs> nights like that make me go like got a little taste i want to keep going keep going like that makes yeah. me want to like even triple down on the work yeah. ethics i'm so like true. how do i get there i like, always you know, say, i always say comedy is or being a comedian is yeah. the best drug I've, I think yeah. you could ever so take. True. And once you get, and once you, once you have to take that drug, you just, you can't stop because once you taste it, it's, it's I mean, you want to quit so many times. No, yeah, no. Yeah, but yeah, how many, yeah. how many oh, times, yeah. how many withdrawals are how many, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the withdrawals are terrible, but once you, you go back on trip? the pill, like you're back on it. Like, yeah. But isn't that like a slippery slope too though? Cause then you get into that territory of like, it's never enough. And yeah. like, keep yeah. up with the Joneses and like yeah. more, more, more. And kind of, it's, not hitting the same like dopamine level so i think back to hustle culture like that's the important thing is like i'm glad lena that you could uh, tell i'm feeling grateful because i'm just focusing yeah. on that right now also you guys are like such amazing happy like you guys are just like great people to be I'm with i'm hanging on to like by a thread it's not <laughs> but there's not it's a lot not. of happy and healthy comics yeah. so there's talent. Yeah. people that make that of it we i just i that. just 
I had gotten back from therapy when I got there. They just <laughs> okay, good. Well, you're all like, yeah. all your chakras, your aura seems super like <laughs> healthy. I'm just like, you're LA now. I'm all gonna know that made you so LA. I know, I'm a Boston bitch, basic Boston bitch, asshole, but turned into LA convert. So I'm like, they got you. Dippy dippy. Right. You know, we, you know, we love our crystals here, you know. Oh my God, I have crystals in my bag. Good. Pull them out. Oh, our last guest had them in her bra. When she was here. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. If you watch it, she's brought them out on stage at the store, and I'm like, girl. It was a tell all moment, to say the least. She must have nice titties. They were pretty sweet. If I had my bra, you'd be like, you have rocks in your tits. They were tits. They were some bumpy ass titties until the rocks came out. No, they were smoother. No, they were smoother once the crystals came out. Oh, look at them. How many nipples does she have, and why are they at the top? That's what I want. I just wanted to know. But it wasn't until I got, you know, really when I got to LA, and, you know, my wife is like all on the crystals, and oh, that's cool. everybody, you know, everybody's into crystals, but you know, maybe there's something to it, you know what I mean? I know because yeah, everybody yeah. who keeps yeah. them all have like yeah. this great energy it's, that's yeah. just do you take them on stage like oh, my cousin gave them, gave them to me i don't bring them on stage i just okay. like had my bag i think it's just that whole self-efficacy thing like if you believe you can do it you're more likely to do it mm, and like yeah. if you can see it you can do it and anyone that's really successful i've heard on a podcast where they've told me like you know that they like visualize it really specifically and i think any little tool that helps you whether it's an object or a mantra or an exercise will can only help can't yeah. hurt. Yeah. You might feel silly doing it, but if you do it enough, it doesn't feel so silly. And then I think um, the more people talk about it and normalize it, it's like, well, yeah, why are we so shitty to ourselves? Like, it's so much easier to be like, like a little pissy pants to yourself because it's like the low hanging fruit. But if you go the opposite end, mm -hmm. you're... Your brain doesn't know what's real and what's fake. No. Yeah, so you tell is. it what to believe. So if you have to choose one or the other, pick the one that's going to serve you. Bet, ah! on, bet on yourself. You're, you got to yeah. bet on yourself. 100%. That was Montebello. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. But if we just all continue to remind ourselves and surround ourselves by people that are doing it, yeah. it won't feel so silly. So you reaching out wasn't an act of delusion. These wasn't you being an idiot. And I think a lot of it's like what we say, even just joking with friends, comes in right here. Yeah. So we have to be really... On my best days, I'm very mindful of anything I say because if you're watching what you say, you can then watch what you think and it all is relating. And it's just trippy when you get too deep down that rabbit hole. No, that manifestation just, talk, it, it, I'm loving it. But like, you're, taking, I'm you're, taking, right you're taking all- I'm not even touching the couch anymore. <laughs> no, I'm in light. Paul is floating shit. right now. But like, all, but, but you know, the manifestation, I've really- Snort! Avocado is out on you. You're funny as fuck. Paul is funny as You're funny, man. He's the funny man. Like killing you, these He's little just like uh, so. I'm floating. I know. I'm like looking at you. You're like I'm not even touching the couch. Yeah, wait. Touch the couch in five minutes. Um, just should we tell you now about the out. magic carpets? Just yeah. Uh, <laughs> sit down, and I want to show you what I can do. We can play lay as a feather, stiff as a board. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. Psilocybin is in the other room, and just sit in the magic carpets. Do you have a great Ouija time. board? Too, <laughs> oh my god. For sure. That's how we pick the next yeah. guest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. We pick the guest based on the crystals that they pick. You know, was, that they like. Uh, you, you know what? The one thing I am interested. Was there ever a moment when you were like, "This is what I should be doing," and also, what was that moment that made you go? Stay, I want to do stand up. Like I'm gonna start doing stand up. Oh, both cool! Yeah, yeah. they're sort of related to one another. Like the first time I decided to do stand up, my dad. I got to give it to my dad. He like was such in like godsend in a way where I was doing that page program um, for Jay Leno, which to your point, Lena, was so hard to get in. But once you get in, it's kind of like a joke. Like you have all this <laughs> downtime, and you're like super competitive, prestigious program. But like, what am I actually doing? And so you just kind of like I, I, I at least 
when I have a lot of downtime, I sort of spiral out. And I didn't, mm-hmm. and I was in my early twenties. Yeah, you too, right? Yeah. Right out of college. downtown. Yeah, I yeah. can't really do downtime, and so all my friends and family were on the East Coast. I kind of moved myself cross country on my own, like twenties one, and so I just like was lonely. I'd call home a lot. My dad was like, "You should take a stand up comedy class. You're in the entertainment capital That's of the world." That's why I did it for really? friends. Wow, wow. I, wanted, I was so I needed. That's what I, I mean. Oh, yeah. So it was like looking for community. And community. Like, and something to do. And like a way to like spend your time and yeah. not, not feel like, oh, I'm all alone out here. What yeah. am I doing? It's like, we'll dive into like the resource of where you are. And I'm like, no, dad, I don't think I could. He's like, Janelle, you've always cracked me up. Like he always saw like humor. And my dad is like, he's like kind of a... Um, a creative, like a closeted creative type where like always taking the job for like security yeah, and, and yeah. the paycheck, like he, he runs credit it's unions, but he's like really like lives vicariously through me and my standup. So, and he's really funny. Both my parents are so funny. So I was like, okay. So literally all to my dad's like encouragement, I signed up for a class. And then from that class that Jason and I um, had both not met in the same, but same kind of community, uh, same we, teacher, like Jerry Katzman, give him a shout out. Yep. Shout out Jerry Katzman and Heather Pasternak. And Heather Pasternak, yeah. But at the time it was just Jerry teaching the classes because this was like 2011. This was a long time ago mm-hmm. and, or 2012. And so Heather hadn't been a co-instructor teacher yet, but Jerry had these like, you know, um, class uh, showcases at the end of this thing. And so I remember I, I had that intense day job um, as a music publicist that I was telling you guys about earlier. And I was so stressed because it was a very intense job. I was like an assistant to the senior publicist for like, you know, some of the acts I mentioned, also some bigger ones. And so I was like, I remember calling Jerry, like, I can't do this. I'm so nervous. Like, I'm not prepared. I, I, all the, all the other people in the class had these easy jobs and they're dog walkers, baristas. And I'm like, I'm in this like intense kind of devil wears Prada (laughs) doing everything and nothing all at once, like building coffee furniture for her and and running to running LA interviews. (laughs) You know, it was one of those like building it, building it. You're not getting coffee, building coffee. Like Ikea, like, like, very, very, like very, very stereotypical Hollywood assistant jobs where you do like small shit in big shit all at once and you get paid nothing and they run you ragged and you feel like shit. And I could not get my shit together to go on that stage. And he just like, just try, try, just, just come. And I, I was like, okay. And I went and I, that moment, Lena, I saw it crystal clear as day on that stage. Like, I, okay. I was like, this is my like, ooh, flow state. Like it came yeah. out of my eyes and my heart and my mind. I was like, I'm meant to be here. This is it. It was that first show. And it was like, it all clicked. I'm like, this is where I'm meant to be. This is my calling. This is that thing I've been looking for my whole life. And so it was all from that. My dad suggested I do a class, doing the class. And then thank God I went and I was like, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. Yes. That's fucking magic. Yes. Oh, let's clap it up again real quick. Yes, clap it Wave it up, wave it up, wave it up. Clap. Cheesy. It's amazing what Janelle is saying because. It is amazing what Janelle is saying, right? Because that. I'm also an alumni of, and I had the same exact you experience. You did, you did? When I did my showcase, I was like, fuck. I almost didn't see anyone else. It was like that. that like, it, it was, was that like a vision. It was, it. Like, yeah. um, it was like laser beams or like almost not to get too trippy or like. Do it. No. Do it. Everything do it. else was kind of in the Let's dark and I just felt like I was like a transcendent into like 
what I've been searching for my entire yeah. life. And, then, yeah. and this, it, it's magic. And like, <laughs> it, is, it felt it like magic. Felt, and then that I had story. to chase that because then it's like hard to get back to oh, that. Yeah. Because Jerry right. did such a good job of these are brand. Like I have to say, I also happened to crush that show because it was a very supportive audience. Mm-hmm. We had done this ten week long intensive course. He kind of you know really hypes everyone up. Like these are all my friends and family came. Oh, yeah, my mom flew in. It was like one of those big moments where you felt so supportive and loved that I remember even saying I still watch that tape sometimes to give myself that excitement I remember like going I'm not used to laughter like you guys really you're distracting me like it was the laughter was so overwhelming <laughs> stop it guys it's, no more laughter because I'd only, done mics, I'd only done mics in the class so I wasn't even used to like the response yeah, quality. yeah, 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 yeah. that's the a big energy, difference it's a big difference so when difference. it came back and it filled my cup and it, and oh, it made me so oh, ooh, look yes. at, yeah, we are I mean, turning yeah. it up oh, this my, is the comment uh, this so is what we're talking this is what we're talking about this is why we're here this is why we're all doing this so now that you have made it here on this crazy journey we call comedy, being a comedian. <laughs> He's so excited. He's so excited. Look, I'm literally floating right now. I'm thinking about were. that showcase she's talking about. I'm like, yeah, hey, you're right. How do you treat comedy now, though? As as a business, like how do you how do you operate oh, as a really comedy preneur? We got it. We got to we got to bring it out because we are we this 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 we were there. But I had to I got to bring it back because this is this comedy road. This is the pod. We Jason's a businessman. Emotions aside, emotions aside, Janelle, that was no, beautiful. Janelle, where's the money, that was girl? Great. Now, where's the money? Where, yeah, now show me the money. No, 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 no. I'm walking Jason's here. Jason's a dad. He's a dad. Look at that toss avocado. Building it up. I'm gonna take out of that moment when you talk about that. By the way, I got yeah, shows. No, we're all, you we're, could hear a pin drop. We're that, was yeah. that, was, that was beautiful. That was awesome. That was amazing. Was yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I you know, I just, you know, a lot of our viewers want to know because comedy is a mystery. And mm. making it in this industry is, there's no playbook. No. So, you there's know. There's no HR department. There's no HR department. <laughs> there's no boss. There's no direct reports. There's yeah, yeah, no yeah. one wants to fucking You're give anything. You're betting on yourself and that's it. There's a lot of manipulation. There's a lot of backstab. There's a lot of toxic people. <laughs> Change yeah. really quickly. <laughs> Manipulation, backstabbing. I love this community. It's amazing. We bond together. We fucking backstab. We motherfucking. I'm preparing you for like all to say you have to rely on yourself and it helps with through all that like muck and there's not the healthiest people always in it but there when you do find gems like you three you hold on to them and there are great people but I'm just saying all of that is a testament to how much you want it and how much you'll grow and trust yourself and the person that you are. And yes. I think oh, that's yeah. important. Oh, that's People point, showing yeah. up yeah. who you say you are, who you want to show up in this world as. Yeah, I should have said yeah. there's backstabbing and manipulation. It's just like no, but there, it's there not, is no. no it's, not, it's not an industry designed to like really help you prosper. It's like only it's like the, whoever feels that rare air they've gone through some shit to get there. Yeah. And I think yes. knowing that when you enter it <laughs> helps you go like, okay, all I can really depend on is myself so that can be liberating. So then you can mm-hmm. only um, be in charge of how you react yep. and control what you do. And that's why, you know, I wish everyone could try stand up once because you build that relationship with yourself that I don't think a lot of other people in different professions yeah. have the liberty or time or True. necessity to do. But like, us as comedians really need to build ourselves up. We need to soothe ourselves. We talk ourselves down. Mm-hmm. We need to like mm-hmm. be yeah. our, like you like you have to connect the mind-body experience of like putting yourself out there and believing in something so big 
um, that you feel delusional at times or you feel silly and yeah. not every industry is, or job is set up that way. So it does create the beautiful side of all that is it creates this like amazing, resilient Teflon. Like yep. you do kind of, I feel like I'm sure you guys can say the same, like after what we've gone through, like, it's like you could do anything. It's like, yeah. oh, like yeah. that's why dating sure. when I was single dating for me was so easy. Cause now I have a boyfriend I love, but I was just like, oh, I'll talk to anyone. I, I, fuck, <laughs> I face rejection daily. Like yeah. I could go, yeah. let me hit. Like I, I just yep. felt like I took these big swings that like, the barometer of fear and rejection after a career in standup is, is, is low. low. <laughs> it's yeah. low. No, you're thinking. And, and also yes. embarrassment and also yeah, like, no. it, like it helps you just like be, I think a more like um, lived in person or like a more present person and open vulnerable person because we're so used to sharing our, ourselves. And I think that is the gift of all yeah. the shit you go through. And I think the people you meet that are just chasing one thing or that seem to like mm -hmm. care about only one thing, you can learn from that too. And like kind of keep your circle small yep. and really learn who to trust and really like lean on yourself. Yeah. And so that is like a beautiful thing you get out of it. It's like you really have to build a good relationship with yourself. You, you, you really do. Amen. Amen. No, no, like, is, like let's take a second truth. on that. Yeah, Cause yeah. that's no, you just monologued exactly. Really? Do you feel that yeah, way? Like, I feel 100%. And I wasn't even there. saying, in the, in the manipulation and backstabbing is not even amongst other communities, the commu not even amongst other comedians in the community. I think a lot yeah. of it's the executives, the suits, yeah. the like, look at what's going on right now with the writer strike sure. and the actor strike. This Like, there's a lot in this industry set up to not help a lot of people. To, well, to, to weed out people, too. too. There's True, a lot totally. to say. If you cannot, you know, believe in yourself then who the hell else is going to you got to? nothing yeah if who, you don't have that you like to? yeah but i so it helps especially yeah. when you're hitting the road you you, you really got to bet on yourself comedy road one, one thing exactly. i think I, wait i gotta i gotta hit the road i'm sorry I gotta, <laughs> one thing that you were kind of getting into that i think so is also getting to know who you are yes because that's one of the great things about comedy I've gotten to know who I am on a level I never would have known I if I just that. worked somewhere and I had a task. That <laughs> if you're didn't, just in a cubicle you know I mean? all day, don't you wish people, oh, yeah, more people had that yes, opportunity? To people get to need to. They do. I wish, especially, yes, especially like the marginalized people. Like I wish everyone could like, women, That's, people of color, I wish everyone could have that voice, that power yeah. to like see. And, and men, all, everyone. Every, no, I, I, literally, everyone too. even they guys. Even know, a couple of like, With the powers combined. And like masculinity is a thing too. Like for and a great but like a great point with Jason how you never even really processed verbally out loud the divorce till you go on stage like that's yeah. also super important I, I actually never talked about it I just released it today it was the first time I ever talked about it it was a lie I'm just he made it up his parents no, are just fine so <laughs> but getting to know no. yourself is so hard and, no it is especially if you don't like you're, and a lot of people oh, don't like Lena just said it. Yes. you just said it it yeah, is you hard. gave me chill, like yeah and you no, have to kind of yeah. learn to like get yeah. along with this person mm -hmm. that you're just kind of with and like <laughs> What are some ways you can give this person a break? And, yeah. and then, you know, if you give other people around you more compassion, then can you give yourself more compassion? Or does it is it the other way? Give yourself more compassion? It's a two-way street, but I yeah. think we're so quick to judge, so quick to um, shut down. Do and you know ourselves. who else doesn't like themselves, though, fortunately? The world. So when we get into those parts of ourselves, no, because no, as because everybody, everyone wants to act confident when they walk down the street, but a lot of times it's a shell. And so yeah. when we as comics dig into the darkness of how we feel insecure, yeah, yeah. the things that That's really mess with us, laugh, and then when we open here. that up, then people are like, oh shit, this person just got real with me. Because mm -hmm. I've heard people say, oh, here's my favorite comic. And I'll ask why. And sometimes they'll say, because the truth. Yep. That guy just speaks the truth. That girl just tells the truth. Yeah. I feel like she's being real. It's not a, a Spirit Airlines is a shitty airline joke, or isn't it weird that we all have traffic? It's that 
Oh my God, I, mean, I grew up with the same family as this guy. Or totally. This, yeah. Or John Mulaney's latest special, I think is a big proof in the pudding for that because yeah. it was talking about, you know, his rehab, his divorce, and it got so real. And it, to me, was so much better than all his, all his other specials that are more like snarky and observational. This one was like from his heart of like, yeah. That's what people want. Uh, they want a coke connect addiction, hitting rock bottom. Like, I love it. I love we it. All wanna we all want to connect. We all want to connect. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we're, we're yeah. coming we're down to, to the end of the podcast. There's one, there's one question <laughs> that we want to ask you today. Okay. <laughs> it's important. This is very important. What is your favorite ice cream? <laughs> Easy. And is it and even why? a question? Yeah. Duh, mint chip. Wow. Love yes. it. Yeah. Mint chip is a great one. Mint chip is a great one. Guys, let's clap it up for that. Mint chip. 